Hello, and welcome to The Tripper Chain, a weekly podcast hosted by Jackie Robinson and produced by Dana Bach, with some of the top thought leaders in the areas of voting rights, intergenerational conversation, news, and feature interviews with industry leaders. Our goal is to provide listeners with key takeaways and actionable advice for having a better understanding of the people we live with. We focus on several areas critical to getting along with others in a diverse world. By you listening to our Trip of Change podcast, we hope to create a better world for our children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren now and into the future. Let's start the show. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? Another episode of Trip of Change with Jackie Robinson and Dana Bach. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Good to be seen. Good to be seen. (laughs) Yeah, good to be seen. Yes. And, you know, we are uh, following up on tonight's episode. It is uh, April and it is National Volunteer Month. Right, Dana? Yes, it is. And uh, we have two very special guests with us for this show uh, where we will be discussing not only volunteerism, um, but caregivers. And these are some very special people who are taking care of their loved ones, their family. And we're going to be talking to them about some of the rewards um, and some of the tips that they have for us in terms of how they are able to manage uh, as they not only take care of their loved ones, but, you know, maintain their own health as well. And so we'll be getting into that in a minute. Um, with our special guest, but let's do what we do at every beginning of every broadcast. And that is talk about our sponsor, which is Helpful Essence, a vegan vegetarian restaurant located here uh, in Atlanta at 875 York Street in the West End, where they have some of the best, Brenda, they have some of the best vegan vegetarian food. And so if you are in the mood for some healthy treats, then go on over to Healthful Essence. And if you can't get there in person, guess what? They can uh, uh, deliver it um, through their cash app. They have, not cash app, their Clover app, right, Dana? That's right, Clover app. Yeah, use the Clover app to order and you'll receive a discount. I know they have Uber Eats uh, that delivers. And so, yeah, that's Helpful Essence. Uh, They're at uh, H-E-A-L-T-H-F-U-L-L-E-S-S-E-N-C-E.com, HelpfulEssence.com, a Trip of Change podcast sponsor. Also, uh, they have a cookbook. Yes. Uh, Dana and I will be getting that cookbook and passing it out and sending it to special people. And so if you want a copy, head on over to HelpfulEssence.com, our sponsor. Yes. Hey. Hey. Yeah. And so what we are doing here is... 
what we are doing here is um doing our triple change we want you to support us uh, sign up at triplechange.com. Give us your email address so we can send you our newsletter. Also, we have a cash app at, at Triple Change. Uh, we are uh, 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 in the process or we, we like to donate to worthy causes. Um, and so if you would help us, we can help others by going to our cash app this at Triple Change. Also, we're on Instagram. Everything is at Triple Change on Instagram, and also we encourage you to go to our YouTube channel and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We want you to subscribe. We want your friends to subscribe. We want your family to subscribe. We want as many people, <laughs> we want everybody to subscribe to the Triple Change uh, podcast on YouTube. Also, to get in touch with either myself or Dana, I'm the podcast host, Jackie, at TripleChange.com. And there's Dana, our podcast co-host, at Dana at TripleChange.com. Yes. And so how has your week been? Busy. Busy, busy, busy. So in from L.A. and then catching up. And uh, Sammy had a fever yesterday. And there's a COVID outbreak at his school. So he, he does stay home. So I'm really interested in, you know, talking about caregiving because I you know, got to get at the big dehumidifier and he had just junk in his chest. And But, uh, you know, it's a lot of work just to stay healthy these days. Yes, it is. And, you know, I just uh, returned from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where we buried my sister-in-law um, this past uh, Friday. And so um, I posted a a blog article on triplechange.com where I had an opportunity to go visit my old elementary school um, that was built in 1920 or 1906 or so, way back in the day. Um, <laughs> and, right. uh, it was called Fourth Street School back then, but then uh, they changed it to Golda My Ear, uh, mm -hmm. who uh, was the prime minister of Israel. Uh, for many years, a, a, a very uh, famous uh, person. And so that was a triple change, Dana, to go back and see my old elementary school. Yes, yes. Get back to your roots. Go back to my roots. Yeah, because I even went back to my old homestead where my mom raised us. And so it was, it was really, really interesting to uh, get those feelings and think about things and uh, get a better understanding of my triple change. Um, mm -hmm from when I was a kid to, to now. And so, um, yeah, we want you to um, support us, support our channel, support our podcast, and uh, go on out to our YouTube and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Okay? So tonight, Dana, we're going to be talking about volunteerism, uh, but mostly we're going to be focusing in on caregiving because as the population ages, which is my age group and, and beyond, uh, more caregiving is mm -hmm. being provided by people who aren't really care professionals. But I know uh, back in back in the day in the community, you know, if your if your grandmother was sick or your auntie was sick or your uncle was sick, you took care of them at the house. You know, they stayed at the house and there was a rotation of family members who would come in 
um, and take care of that person. And so a caregiver is really anyone who provides help to another person in need. It doesn't necessarily have to be Dana, a family member. It could be a friend. Um, it could be a coworker. I've seen where, you know, coworkers get sick and mm -hmm. other coworkers step in um, to provide help and, and assistance. And a lot of times these people don't really understand that they are caregivers, that that is a term, caregivers that do caregiving. And it can be rewarding, but at the same time, Dana, it can be stressful. And so, yes. um, what say? I said yes. Uh, yes. Well, raising raising kids, just as you know, when kid gets sick, that's that's your focus. That's all number one. Correct. Exactly, because you feel what they feel, yes. and even your parents, you know, there's that connectivity that you feel what they feel, um, and so it could be really. Um, you open yourself up to being really vulnerable. And we talked about that vulnerability, um, but there are some risk factors for caregivers that, that, you know, might cause stress. And that's like being a female, because most of the time it's the women who are the caregivers. Although let's shout out for the men because men, yes. men take care of their elderly and, and take care of the sick as well. Some people don't have as much, formal education but that doesn't matter you know as long as you know that you love this particular person you provide the best care um that you can um and so you you know while you may be focused on your loved one and taking care of your loved one you yourself can start to feel overwhelmed mm -hmm. you're constantly worried you're feeling getting tired too much or not enough sleep, you might be gaining weight or losing weight. Sometimes you become easily irritated or angry. And so when we encounter people who may be having a bad day, that is not the time to reduce yourself to their level. It is the time to rise above and understand that that person may be going through something. Right. Okay. Isn't that right, Dana? Right. Right. Um, and so there's a lot that a caregiver goes through in, in terms of focusing a lot of their, most of their attention on that particular person. You know, they might lose interest in activities, feeling sad, frequent headaches, you know, and then they might even go into alcohol and drug abuse just to be able to cope. Um, and we will be talking with these two special women about their experience as a caregiver. And, and um, Dana and I will share some of our uh, experiences. Um, but there are strategies for dealing with caregiving uh, stress because the emotional and physical demands involved <laughs> with caregiving constrain even the most resilient person. Um, that's why it's important to take advantage of the many resources and tools available to help provide the care that is necessary for that for that loved one. Because you have to remember that you don't have to do this by yourself. Okay, so be 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 in the position to be able to accept help. Mm -hmm. Focus on what you are able to provide. And if you have to say no, don't feel guilty in saying no at times. 
um, set realistic goals, um, be connected, connected to maybe other family members, friends, and even resources on the internet. I mean, there are blogs on Facebook, blogs in Reddit, where you can ask questions and uh, um, other people who may be experiencing the same thing can share with you the, some of the things that, that they've done. Uh, join a support group, uh, seek social support, and um, set personal health goals and say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to go to bed tonight for the whole week at 10 o'clock. You know, and set that goal so that you can get the rest that you need. Um, and if you have to, see a doctor to make sure that you have the vitamins, the supplements, whatever it is that you need to be able to stay up and stay healthy. Now, all of this information that we just talked about is available on the tripachange.com website where you can go and read about the things that we're going to be discussing um, this evening. Okay. Very good. And so that brings me, uh, Dana, to our guest. Yes. Yes. We've got um, Nanelle Mobby and Brenda Peters, who are uh, uh, caregivers in their own right. And I know Nanelle. I met Nanelle in Dallas, Texas, uh, where I was a member of the Seroptimus International uh, organization and she befriended me and she's been my friend ever since and I tell you Dana not a holiday goes by that Nanelle does not send me a greeting card I've got them all up on my fireplace <laughs> I love it yes. Yes. I got greeting cards up here from Nanelle she always thinks of me and I love her uh, dearly and I miss her and so we will be talking to her and Miss Brenda Peters um, I met her and her mother when I was going through physical therapy. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew just from looking at these two women that she was taking care of her mother. And so I wanted to reach out to her and talk to her about some of the things that she does to be able to navigate through taking care of your mother. Because usually it's the mother taking care of the right. children. And so the role is now re is now reversed. Um, and so let me bring in first Nanel. Hey, Nanel. Nanel, how are you? Hey, Jackie, Dana, how are hey, you? Joining us. Good to, Good see, to see you. you. Yes. All right. And now let me bring in Miss uh, Miss Brenda Peters. Hey, Brenda. Hey, how are you? Hi. Hi. Thanks nice for having me. Yes. Yeah. So good to see you, Linnell. Nice to meet you. You as well. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So let me let me let me share this. Um. Okay, I hear echo. Okay, can you hear echo now? Nope. Okay. Okay, Brenda, I hear echo. 
Nanel, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, do you hear an echo? No. But I think it's work throughable. Do you have your phone on, Brenda? I I just have the light on. I don't. Let me just check to make sure I don't have. Okay. I think the echo, because when I turn on, yeah, because when I turn your mic off, I don't hear it anymore. Yeah. So let me turn off the light. When I turn your mic off, I don't hear it anymore. Okay. Dana, do you hear an echo? Not now. Nanelle? Okay, Nanelle, you don't hear an echo? No, I do not. Okay. Okay. I still kind of, I still, do you? Okay. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Okay. Okay. I still kind of, I still, do you? That's better. Yeah. Yes. Okay, what I'm going to do, Brenda, is I'm going to turn off your mic until uh, we, we, when we want you to speak, then I'll turn it back on, okay? Okay. Okay, all right. Just hang tight. Keep smiling, girl. Keep smiling. <laughs> hang tight. Keep smiling. Okay? share a quick story um it was 1988 uh, when i had my daughter and i didn't realize that my mom was really really sick um and she was born in march and my mom came to visit when courtney was just a just an infant she went back home and by that november thanksgiving I had to go to Chicago and pick her up and bring her back to Houston where I was living at the time. And we found out that she had terminal cancer. Mm. Um, and it was a situation where mom kind of kept it to herself. You know, she didn't want to worry the kids. And so by that time, you know, when I got her to my house, she only had a few months to live. Um, and what I had to do the nail having a new baby, um, uh, my husband and I had separated. Um, so I got a new baby by myself. I'm taking care of my mom. I, I knew that as part of the Houston area, Urban League, where I worked at one time, I knew that I could call the United Way. And I called the United Way and explained the situation to them. And they sent out a team to my house and and prepared the room for my mom, a bed, everything that she needed to be comfortable through this transition. They sent a nurse. The nurse would come every day to check mom's vitals, her medication, and they also sent a caregiver. Now, the caregiver that they sent was, was supposed to be for mom, Nanelle, 
okay? But this this woman saw that I had a brand new baby. I still had to work because it's sometimes when you have a job, you know, management does not always have that compassionate feeling. They want you to come to work regardless. Okay, so I got a new baby, no husband, a sick mom, and a job. So I had to go to work. <laughs> so the caregiver, her, 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 her responsibility was to mom, but she saw where I was really, you know, struggling with this thing. So I'd go to work and I'd come home with my child and she'd take care of mom. She'd have food cooked for me. The house would be clean. I wouldn't have to do anything. And so I appreciated the United Way for sending these people to help me during this time. And so, Nanelle, I, I know that uh, when I met you and we came out to the house for that event, I met your husband. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dana, he likes wine. Okay, I think oh, I'll bring some wine, Nanelle. Yeah, we have wine. We had, I brought some wine and... Uh, and I got a chance to meet him. So, Nanelle, uh, as a caregiver and also as a volunteer for the many organizations that you work with, girl, how do you manage all of it? Well, I, I think you just have to focus on the moment. And mm -hmm. You have to focus on what you're doing at that time and what is needed at that time. So, you know, working full time, your focus is on your work. You can't really bring, you know, personal issues into into the situation. When when you're at home and you need to take care of someone, you can't. That's that's your focus. You have to you have to be able to do that. To take a deep breath and you know just say, "This is my job now." Now one of the things that you may I think you might remember is my daughter lost her husband and when her two daughters were one and three. So during this time, I'd work during the week and then go out and help her on weekends so that her mother-in-law could go home and take a break because she'd been taking care of her son all week. And you get into the rhythm, the rhythm of it and being able to say, this is where I am now, and this is what I need to do. And so you have to pull that strength in and recognize that at that moment, it's not about you. It's about them. Exactly. Exactly. And my husband, my husband and I kind of take care of each other. Uh, he has not been able to work since uh, 2009. And so, you know, I've been the sole support of the family. Plus, you know, since my husband, since my daughter's husband passed away, I help her and her daughters some, not just with my physical presence and doing things, but, you know, monetary things that they might need. And so it's, um, it's something that you want to do. It's something that you have to realize that, you know, this is family, you know, and they need you. And you have to be able to let go of yourself and get through. Let me do this. Um, I forgot to do this. Let's talk about you for a second, okay? And I pulled this information 
about you. I love this picture, Nanelle. Girl, you look as you're looking sexy as heck on this picture, girl. <laughs> see, see. And so I pulled this and it talks about what do few people know about you? And you talk about how your passion for women issues come from your own life experiences and that women and children should not have to live in fear every day. And I, I recognize that from you when we worked at Seroptimus and the Dream It, Be It or uh, uh, a program where you work with young girls uh, from the community to give them uh, uh, a leg up. In other words, teaching them, training them in different areas and different aspects and giving them an opportunity to be able to express themselves. Um, and I didn't know that you was named Woman of the Year in Carson City, Nevada. Uh, from the Carson City Chamber of Commerce. As far as I'm concerned, every year you woman of the year. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, and uh, Dana and I, we took a trip of change to Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, that's where we pretty much kicked off the podcast show. Um, Nanelle, we didn't go to the casinos at all. We ended up going to, where did we go? Death Valley and where else, Dana? Death Valley National Park. Oh, yeah. Been there. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It was totally amazing, the nail, and it just I put know. a whole different perspective on you as an in me as an individual, just a tiny speck in the whole realm of things. When you look at the fact that we were 289 feet below sea level, uh-huh. and uh, we went to the devil's golf course where it was nothing but salt uh-huh. um, and the tour guide talked about the wagon trains and you know you could imagine the wagon trains going you know across the plains of, of nevada and so uh yeah you got out of nevada and came on over to, to texas <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by way of San Francisco and Southern California, but I made it here, like everybody says. Yes, yes. Um, and then what was the best advice you ever received? And you said when you fall, it may take you a while to get up. But once you do, stand tall and keep moving forward. Where'd that come from, Nanelle? My mother. Mm. My mother used to tell me that. You know, you just gotta you gotta keep in the present and keep on moving, and uh, always do the best you can, and uh, stay focused on what's next. Yes, and her, your passion is with Seraptives International. You are involved in community service projects, mm-hmm. and you want to do whatever you can to see women and children get the assistance they need to yes. sustain their livelihood. Everyone should have the opportunity to seek educational opportunities that will empower them in the future. And that's one of the things that I love about you, Nanelle. You not only speak it, but you walk it. And so, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And so our next guest is Miss Brenda Peters. Hey, Brenda. Hey. Good. And so you're a native of New Newark, New Jersey? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Hey. And you moved to Atlanta to go to uh, Clark Atlanta University? That's right. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, how was how was that a trip of change from you coming from New Newark, New Jersey to Georgia down here in the south? You know, I um I used to my mom's family is from Madison, Georgia. So I used to come here for the summer, spend the summers with my grandparents. So I was kind of familiar with Georgia and um you know, it's a different pace, uh lifestyle of course. Um and I liked it, you know, it was um, a way to come to school in a different place, but still have uh, a foundation of family here. So it wasn't quite as dramatic or shocking as just going cold from the north to the south. Uh-huh, that's great. Yeah. And so you spent 21 years at Delta Airlines. Girl, I know you got those flight benefits. <laughs> Yes, that's one of the good perks for sure. Yes. Uh, so what it was was what was the most exciting place you've ever been? Oh wow. Um probably Cairo. Yes, Cairo was a really, really good trip. Um got to see the pyramids, um, and the Cairo Museum was awesome. So that was probably one of my more memorable trips. Uh, I've been to like Paris and France, places like that were really nice too, but that was probably one of those trips that I probably will, well, I don't want to say never, but it's unlikely that I'll probably do that one again. So it was very memorable. It was a, it was a really nice trip. So even though you've retired, you work part-time with the Fulton County Schools. What do you do with the schools? I do. I do a little admin work at the Teaching Museum South, which is in Hapeville, Georgia, which is very close to where I live. Um, and so and interesting how that came about. My uh, former neighbor is a storyteller. And so she works with Fulton County Schools and she does different programs. So she had asked me if I would help her out by being a puppeteer. Uh, so I wear many hats, uh, Jackie. So I um, agreed to help her out and the curator filmed the program that we were doing and uh, we just got along so, so great. And a few days later, a friend of mine asked, she was like, hey, the curator wanted to know if you might be interested in working working at the museum. So you just never know how things fall into your lap. And so that's nice. They're very flexible, very close to the house. Um, and so I'm accessible if my mom needs me. So it just works out really, really good. Tell us about your mom, because it says here that you've been uh, taking care of her for the last five years. Both of you, I mean, both of y'all are the same size. Y'all look like sisters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're about the same size, Dana and Danielle. Okay. Tiny, tiny women. But you know, my mom, she's always been um, fit, if you will. She's always been one. She loves to walk. And even now, she, she loves to walk, and she'll walk with little two-pound weights, you know. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So she... Um, She's always been kind of thoughtful and mindful of what she eats too. Um, never eats a whole lot of junk, uh, never drank soda, stuff like that, didn't drink. Um, so she's always been kind of conscious in that way. And I guess watching her, I adopted a lot of that behavior. And um, 
So it's genetics and it's lifestyle. So it's it's worked out for both of us pretty good. Oh, good, good, good. So Nanelle, um, as part of caretaking, you know, we talked about, you know, the stress level. We talked about some of the things that you can do to lessen that level of stress. Do you find that being a volunteer uh, uh, like in Seroptimus that, you know, it kind of helps with some of the things that you may be going through personally? Yes. Yes, it does. Um, Seroptimus, of course, is an international organization and um, we're in um, 64 countries throughout the world. So there's a huge network of uh, support there. Mm -hmm. uh, we belong to Seroptimus International of the Americas. And here in Dallas, it, it's rewarding for me to work with, uh, and I know Jackie, you're familiar with this, the Dream It Be It program, where we take young girls from different situations, give them a day of just being away, bringing in speakers, having these tell their stories so that they realize that the challenges that they may be going through at any level have also happened to some very successful women and they have overcome those they have overcome and been able to be successful in their lives even though they may have started out with um, you know a diminished either diminished capacity whether it be uh, financial or educational or uh, deprived as far as a, a home life goes but you know it's kind of like keeping your eye on the prize if, as long as you can do that you uh, there's a there's a way to overcome and uh, we also work with journey of hope and this has become pretty close to me especially since as I mentioned my daughter lost her husband and Journey of Hope is a grief counseling uh, system for um, children that have lost a loved one close to them. And the newest group that I've been working with is Girls Embracing Mothers. And this has been extremely rewarding because these girls, their mothers are in prison. And what it does is it it gives the girls a chance to again interact with each other and we brought in we brought in we did this last year we brought in a speaker and we had those girls up dancing and laughing and just really enjoying themselves for a couple of hours and when you see that it you know it, it just kind of brings tears to your eyes to see that they're happy this year we're hoping to take our program actually into the prison system where the mothers and the girls can be together. Uh, unfortunately, there are some constraints because of the whole COVID pandemic thing where the prison is working out there, you know, the fact where people, where we're allowing people to come in and when we can meet, but we're working on that for the future. Uh, once again, Nanel, you just mentioned another organization um, that you're involved in. Mama, was my mic, mic off? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, 
you mentioned another organization um, that you're involved in. And so not only are you taking care of your family, you're still going to work, mm -hmm. um, you're volunteering. So what are some of the things that you do for yourself? Uh, you know, uh, do you go to the spa? You know, do you uh, go to out to the national parks? <laughs> uh, you know, well, not exactly. Um, I'm a reader, so I love to read. And here again, if you can get into a book, it does get your head in a different place and gets you thinking about different things. I also love to cook. Um, I used to cater in another life and I, I cook for friends and uh, of course for my family. And generally when I cook, I can't just cook for two people. So a lot of it goes out into the neighborhood. So I do that. And, you know, like I said, sometimes you just need a moment to just sit and reflect. And that's what I do. I know um, Dana and I had a show episode where we talked about the benefits of visiting parks, getting out in the sunshine, smelling the air, seeing mm -hmm. the trees and the birds. And that's that's what I do. My house has a lovely garden. Miss Brenda, you're going to have since you're local, you're going to have to come by the house. Um, I take care of my I take care of my um, garden. And um, Dana has me reading all kinds of books, yes. you know, um, because even though I'm retired in the nail, you know, she busted in for the podcast yes <laughs> you know she wanted to get in on the podcast like get him on get him on video you're 15 minutes <laughs> uh, but yeah i get out i get out in the garden if i pull in weeds or you know, taking pictures of um, flowers or I haven't gotten to the golf course yet, but it, the air, something about the air, Brenda Peters, that just, it does something to you. And I know you're, you're into fitness. You talk about fitness and I guess that gets the adrenaline and whatever flowing to kind of lessen some of the stress of the, the exactly. Exactly. It's uh, it's a, it's a vice, I guess, or an outlet for me. Um, I too, I, I like to bake, um, and so that's also uh, a vice as well. Um, so yeah, there are different things that you have to do to self care when you are focused a lot on the care of someone else. There, uh, it's important to have that balance to do things for yourself. And occasionally, I do go get a massage. You know, um, it's it's a release and it makes me feel good. Uh, and then I get right back in the game. You know, I've got to run home and get mom's dinner, or she wants to go for a quick walk. So I think it's so very important to have that balance. And uh, years ago. When, uh, you know, we first started noticing some changes in her that she would need to um, have care, um, one of her doctors said to me specifically, he was like, three things you really need to always remember. He said, you must keep her comfortable, keep her safe, but take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. 
because if you're in a, a not so good place or in a bad way or bad energy, uh, you really can't benefit the person that you're charged with taking care of. So, you know, I try to practice that. I try to do those three things uh, constantly. You know? Repeat those three things, please. Um, keep her safe. Keep her safe. Uh, keep her comfortable. Comfortable. And take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Indeed. Uh, Nanelle, you would, you, Nanelle, you would agree with that, right? Oh, definitely. 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 Um, it's, um, you know, you, you have to be, you have to be well-rounded. You, you, you just can't, you just can't uh, let yourself be uh, in a, in a tunnel vision mm. because you have to be open to, to everything around you, I think. Dana, I remember when I was taking care of mom, I didn't have time to be stressed out. I didn't have time to really be sad. I didn't have time to think about anything other than keeping her comfortable and keeping her safe. The third thing, Brenda, came for me later on because we only had mother from that Thanksgiving until January of the next year. And mm -hmm. by that time she was gone. Um, and so after that, you know, after everything was said and done, then I, I with a new baby, I, I still had to take care of myself in order to take care uh, of, my, of my daughter. And so mentally and physically, you know, you do those things. Like you say, if you got to go get a massage, you know, if there's some special tea or if there's some special supplements, like I, I, I am a firm believer in ashwagandha. I don't know if you all know about ashwagandha, but ashwagandha is Dana. Tell them about ashwagandha. Uh, you tell me. I oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to learn. Yes. Ashwagandha is an herbs, a herbal supplement that you can take for depression and for stress and to keep your um, blood pressure and heart rate down. I mean, that's one of the things that Dan and I, she's been working with me and the nail. Cause you remember that one day I was telling you how my blood pressure was high and, and my blood pressure is still high. And so I have to be cognizant of that and take those supplements and take those medications because I'm not ready to leave this airplane yet. No, no. There's still a lot of stuff that needs to be, needs to be done. Um, and so, you know, for, for Brenda and the nail, I, I, I applaud you, um, for the work that you do in the community and, and for your loved ones, you know, the nail, I love you dearly. Thank you. I love you too. I know, girl, and I miss you. I miss and you. Uh, if you if you get a notion and you want to come to Atlanta, you always have a place to uh, to stay. And uh, Miss Brenda, I want you to um, come and see me over here. You you know we go to uh, AC Bowden Senior Citizen on Fridays. Then they have um, it's fish fry on Fridays. Fish fry. Fish fry. <laughs> it's Friday is Fish Friday. Exactly. Exactly. We'll be there. <laughs> line up the seniors line up the nail to get the, the fried fish dinner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah. So we we really, really appreciate you uh ladies taking the time out 
to visit with us um, uh, and talk about the things that you're doing, um, not only in the community, but as caregivers. And that was the subject of today's podcast was caregiving. And Thank you um, for having me. Absolutely, Nanel and Brenda. I love you. Thanks. I love you too, Brenda. And uh, we will see you all uh, another time, okay? Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wow. Yeah. Two amazing women. Yes. Two amazing women. And that Nanelle, I tell you, um, always coming up with something to help other people in the community. And uh, and, and even um, Brenda, you know, to be retired and to give up your time uh, as a part-timer at the public school working with those amazing. children, yes. that is amazing. Bringing so um, much joy to so many people. It's really important. It really, it really is. Um, and I know you know that you know, you can get stuck on yourself and you can wallow in your own misery. But once you get out and, and, and start helping other people, you realize whatever you got going on is just a little, little drop in the bucket compared to what other people may be experiencing. Right. Gives you a greater purpose. And it does give you a, a greater, a greater purpose. It really, it really does. And, um, you know, we um we appreciate the guests that we have had yes, on, that's our, yes. on our show. Yes, this is this was wonderful. And so where are we going next? New York City. Wait a minute. Yeah. We're New going York. to New York City. We're gonna be live from New right. York City. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> on uh wait, not wait a minute. Oh, no, wrong date. Oh, wrong date. Okay. Don't look at the date. Not that one. Here you go. <laughs> Not that one. Wrong image. Wrong one. We're going to be there on the 29th of April. Yes. Of next Friday. Next Friday. Uh, a live broadcast from New York City where we will be with Loretta Green, another yes, amazing Loretta. woman that's doing things with young people in the nail. Uh, in the community. And so we're looking forward uh, to that. And so again, what, what we got, what we got, what else we got, Dana? We are just going to do, I mean, we're working on our itinerary for New York. So we got so much to do. I mean, there's just so much happening in New York that uh, we started with one plan and now we're kind of working towards another plan, but that's okay. Cause we, you know, New York, you always have to save something for next time. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. You can't do it all at once. So, And whatever we're doing, I'm excited about it. Yeah. And you haven't really spent much time in the Big Apple, have you? No, not really. This See? Is, we can might as well consider this my first time in New York City. Which is amazing. Amazing. I, we're going to stay down <laughs> in Times Square. And we're going to do lots of amazing things. Meet lots yes. Of yes. So. What we want you to do again is support our our podcast and sign up at triplechange.com. We're on Instagram and go out to our YouTube channel and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Okay. Yes, please. Love it. All. Yes, please. Yes. So that you can be up to date on the things that Dana and I are doing because triple change is not 
a, a salacious podcast where we're gossiping about entertainers and people like that. No, we're we're talking about things that are helpful uh, to you as an individual, as to the community, because we go through changes. Every change is constant. Yes. Something is always changing. And so you take a look at yourself and say, what has changed in my life? What trip of change have I taken that is not only betterment for me, but for someone else that I interact with, for my community? Because if you are still here walking on the earth plane, you have a purpose. And if you don't know your purpose, hold on. You, you, it will come to you. Yes. It will come to you. I always say there are two things that are constant in life. And one is time marches forward with or without you. Take time. Um, two is change. You've got to expect it and you've got to embrace it and you've got to learn from it and you've got to move forward. So my dad uh, gave us this book all when we were in our 20s. And it's titled "Who Moved My Cheese." Oh, and I remember that book. That book, right? Right. I remember that one. And the whole premise is like you know, and and that was a different you know different time also where really people got the gold watch. They worked you know a career um, for decades at the same company, and now there's just so much change and so much fluctuation and it's just constant change. That, uh, but we, my siblings, we always uh, remind each other of that book. We're like, oh, this happened, or that. And we're like, who moved my cheese? Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember that. That, that was that was such a catchphrase. Who moved my cheese? Exactly. But yeah. it's, it goes, I mean, you can't depend on the same path all the time. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you're forced, or sometimes it's just good to take another path. You know. Yes. So this has been a wonderful show, and once again, we. Thank our sponsors, um, Helpful Essence at HelpfulEssence.com. And we thank our guests uh, this evening, Nanelle Marby and Brenda Peters. We appreciate you so much and all for coming on the show and sharing your experience as caregivers. We applaud you for that. Um, until next time. Until New York City. Until New York City. Right. This has been a trip of change. See ya. Peace out. Peace out.